Welcome to the Vigor Life Podcast, a source of inspiration, lessons, stories, skill sets, mindsets, and strategies to invigorate and expand all areas of your life. Let's go. What's going on? Luke Holtz right here with the Vigor Life Podcast. I like saying that stuff fast. And I got my friend, my brother, uh, Martin Rooney, training for warriors, the originator, the man, the myth, the legend in her building so here's the first thing right gene told you know i always say like me and uh, uh we can't like be real loud because like all this stuff creates noise with the mics so you know me and martin both talk with our hands it's like when we talk it's almost like a battle yeah so so i just got yelled at right there where they, they the advice was so, to sit on my hands i said i'll get the biggest so, bicep yeah, pump so right ever. now we're just like because like i'm not allowed to talk chair. or touch anything but um <laughs> you know we'll get straight to the point you know this is very conversational but um you know, I'm going to start off with this because, like, there's so many things you can talk about with Martin and he'll, he'll just go off and just deliver the goods. I mean, we were just shooting a bunch of uh, like Facebook live stuff and, uh, you know, ends up being just 10, 20, 30, 40 minutes easy. But uh, Martin's actually coming out with a book. And the reason why I wanted to connect it, because kind of like me, I like to just talk about stuff and it can just veer off. But the book is called The Five Things. And I'm going to let you talk about what the book is about. I mean, it's the five things, but explaining how you break down the five things. Cause I love that. Like I love the concept that people get actionable steps to do stuff. Right. And, um, then I'm going to give you a couple of like, all right, five things for, and, and we'll just go at it and you can actually, you know, just go on the spot and, and, and think of them <laughs> and watch where it comes and from. Where, exactly. And just, well, hey, and you watch, just saw the Rooney's rule style it, today. Man, too. So we'll talk about that also. Exactly. And it just, and it happens. So first thing, so the five, the five things, okay. What would you, I'm, you know, this is a podcast that's not just about fitness, just like living a better life, right? And if you had to break down five things, and you can, you know, you can pause here and just take your time with it, but like five things that you think they're important with, uh, and obviously health and fitness is such a big part, so you can just go that route. What are the five things that you think are very important for somebody to live a better life? Wow. Well, maybe to explain first what the book is so they say understand oh, so break it down first so yeah. guys uh, over the last three and a half years and Luca was a part of this too every week I'm traveling somewhere so every week I'm traveling somewhere in the world and what I always try to do is bring some kind of idea to the table and same thing sometimes you have so many ideas going and, and so much stuff that you throw so much down either on paper or on video and you actually can confuse people more right. and what I learned over time and in my experience now is complexity isn't taking a big idea and making it even crazier. It's simplifying things down. That is real, true mastery. mastery yeah. so, mm-hmm. so you see how, hey, my job, what I'm trying to do, just like you did right there, I'm not trying to make things more complex for people, which I think is what's killing fitness right now. Like right now, people say, oh, gluten-free. I don't even know what gluten-free is, but I, I think I need to do it. But because it's too hard to do it, I'll just keep eating ice cream or <laughs> uh, workouts. I'm seeing all this stuff like, man, do I need to foam roll my biceps or, or, you know, hey, this place down the street has dry needling or something else. And man, I think I got to go seven days a week and now I don't go at all. So what I've been trying to do over the last three and a half years is take big ideas, but break them down into five little steps. And and what people didn't know is this has been a project where each week, you know, because yep. we were we did a couple chapters riding in cars you're, you're riding Slova- in, car. in Slovenia <laughs> and Croatia, remember, and throwing it around. And uh, so what the book is, it's called The Book of Five Rings. There are 52 chapters and each week it gives you five things to lead you to a better life. And it's, so it's kind of interesting how you said that. 
because that is the intro to the whole thing is what would be my five things that would lead people to having a better life. And here are the five. I didn't even have to think about it so much. I just got to make sure. And I this was not right. planned. Just yeah, so you know, this, this was not planned, planned at all. I didn't even know what wow. we were going to talk about today. <laughs> and, uh, and, but the five things I, you know, you could call them the five F's F's. So one of them is fitness. So, you know, Hey, you're going to lead a better life. Guys, first wealth is your health. If you're not healthy, man, you can't, you can't do anything. Like if you're not healthy enough, you can't enjoy other stuff. Now, another one, family. So, and, and these aren't, they're not in a layer of importance, but I will say this, that if you have no fitness and you have no health, then man, it's really tough to enjoy your family. And the last thing you want to do is not be here for your family sooner Then the next one. Hey, and I think this one is important and people don't always like to talk about it too much, but the next one is finance. So, Hey guys, yeah, it's a touchy subject. Like people, we talk about it a lot. People have an allergy to money, man. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, my belief is you get, you should have as much money as you deserve, but I don't think that's the way people are taught. So right now, just to review, we've got, Hey, you got to have your fitness. You got to have your family and you got to make sure you take care of that. And you got to have your finance. Now the last two, and these were pretty neat how they come together. Uh, I call it faith. You could also call it philosophy. Mm -hmm. I don't know what anybody's is or anything else, but you got to have a philosophy on how you live or faith and how the world is going to go and what you're going to do. And then finally, the fifth F that I put together was it's got to be fun. So if people know me, they know my style. Like, Hey, I'm serious when it's time to be serious. Like right now we're building an organization that one of my missions is to reduce obesity and cancer around the world. But another part of that mission is to make fitness fun again. And it's pretty interesting that fun is last on that list because guys, you can make finance fun. See, we have a lot of fun talking about finance. Like that's something we enjoy. Like that's something we like doing. And I think people have taken the fun out of fitness. They've taken the fun out of their family. They've taken the fun out of uh, their philosophy. And with those five F's, if you put those five together, if you got them all on point in your life, man, you're going to be living a pretty good life. I like that. I didn't even know this, but but you just (laughs) dropped the bomb now. I'm like, yes. But do you think, man, like uh, I see this a lot, right? it's, it's, It's scary. It's like, what's going on? Right. I mean, even I mean, even in vigor, when people come in, a lot of times it's like, ooh, like this is too much. This is too advanced. This is whatever. But I I think that it's our goal, one, to communicate what's what's communicate in a simple way, what's right or what's right for people or the the, the boundaries that they have to achieve what they want to achieve. Because I think right now there's a lot of confusion and oh, complexity, well, right? Well, you know what it is? I call it, Luca, the line. At our gym in North Carolina, I've watched it. Like we'll run these free orientations, orientations where people can come and hear about fitness. And you'll watch these people will show up and I call it the line. They'll walk up to the line that is separates the outside from the inside of your gym. And they'll walk up to that line and they turn around and get back in their car and leave. And then I'll watch another person kind of walk up to the line, turn around, they're scared, walk up to the line, turn around, they're scared. And eventually it'll be multiple times they do this until I see them again and, and go grab them in the parking lot and say, where are you going? What's wrong? And, and you know what the thing always is? I'm scared. I, I got fear. And uh, what's going to happen to me in there? Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And you know what? Hey, for any fitness people listening right now, if that's the field that you're in, hey, guys, we can't continue to contribute to this problem right now. I don't know if you're sharing fail videos or you're making your workouts so hard or so hardcore. You're using hashtag beast mode at the end of every like sentence you write. But you know what? Most of the people, they're not beasts. And most of the people, you know what? There are overweight people, out of shape people, and they know they need fitness. But man, 
And I don't think people think it's an option anymore, you know? And uh, I want to bring that message back that, hey, fitness can be fun. You're going to come in there, you're going to sweat, you're going to have a good time, and you're going to feel better about yourself. And I think the industry is getting away from that. You know, 15, 20 years ago, it was go to the aerobics room, grapevine around the room, everybody have some fun. Man, that went away because we got so serious. And uh, I think we need to remind ourselves who most of the industry really is. You want to work with pro athletes? Hey, then it's cool. Be serious. You want to work with a lady that's been on the couch for three years and, and she wants to get her life back or feel attractive again or or uh, get a relationship back or be a better role model to her kids? Hey, scaring her to death uh, in, in our messages probably isn't the answer. And, and the thing is too, I, a big part of it is sustainable. What can you do for a long time? That's what I love about, you know, we talk two plus two for life with, with a TFW system. Like you can see yourself doing this forever. Absolutely. Because you're not going to do it for 12 weeks and then be done. Like what's, what, what do you continue to do? And it has to be fun. You have to want to come back to see the people, to be in the community, to do stuff that's, that's challenging, but at the same time, fun and not so scary. You're like, oh, you know what? I don't want to touch this. Well, right? Hey, look, look at the word you use. Like sustainability was a huge catch word for a lot of years there. Hey, sustainability for some people listening, it used to be like, Hey, is a country sustainable or, you know, meaning can it, can it survive on its own? But also you got to think about your industry or, or the thing that you're in. We talked about it today, guys, there are a lot of industries that are gone that are getting replaced by either computers or software where they're disappearing. They're not sustainable, but fitness, I believe is sustainable. It never goes away, but you have to take a real hard look at what it is you're doing. So if you've tied yourself to one piece of equipment, man, that's not sustainable because there'll always be a new piece of equipment. Hey, if you've tied yourself to just one theory or one idea, Hey, those ideas go away. Hey, the aerobics room that's gone, man. Or, or uh, you know, the Nordic track, uh, you know, uh, cross country skiing machine. <laughs> hey, these things, they disappear. These were all things that existed, but they're gone because you tied to a, a very uh, definitive idea. But what I would say is what makes training for warriors unique is it's versatile and it's open. So when, as the new ideas come, it's there, but the backdrop, like you said, is that fitness is forever. And, uh, you know, we're, I'm trying to create something with a vision that it's not going away. I actually, the real vision is guys, I want it to be here a lot longer after I'm gone still helping people out legacy. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's sustainable. Your five F's like the, the, the interesting thing is all of those five F's have to really be built on sustainability. Cause how do you create, you know, great family relationship, like habits that create basically the great things that you want in your life. Same thing with finances. It's not a, you know, I, something real happen like quick happens and I, you know, get rich quick uh, schemes and all this crap. Like it's the same thing to build all those. Like you have to build them into your life long term, Right. And, and, you know, now that you're saying like, Hey, I put together 52 weeks of this, right. With five action steps. That's kind of like the things that I enjoy. It's okay. It's so simple. You do it or you don't do it. Yeah. It's not the complexity of, Whoa. Well, and at the end, what I thought was really cool is when I really took a look at it, it was really, uh, and then the book, it, it helps all five of those areas. Like there are areas that I write about finances. There's areas that I write about family. There's areas that I write about fitness, but at the end, you got 260 different ideas that I believe in a year, if you did those, if you applied some of those, your life, man, is going to change. So I'm super excited about this. Like, the, you know, you know, I've been working on it for a long time. The book is done. This is, I think, my 11th book. And uh, it's interesting. Hey, I, I can't say I've exhausted the fitness kind of stuff, but hey, guys, you can check out my books on Amazon.com. I'm Training for Warriors, Warrior Cardio, Ultimate Warrior Workouts. They've sold hundreds and thousands of copies. They're in a dozen languages around the world. But I think this one, along with the Rooney's Rules book, which you saw how I 
you know, put that together, you guys get a, you get a little insight into how my brain works, where I try to take these big ideas, but make them digestible for everybody. And, uh, I think that's, that's going to be my new mission moving forward. But I think that's how, like tying it in, you know, I think what's powerful about it. And just like about every conversation is that when you tie things together, cause everybody has a family, everybody's got work, everybody's got a job, everybody's got these things going on. How does it all work together, right? Because if you take a piece out of it and go like, hey, this pro athlete trains like this, or here's this bodybuilding program that does this and that, the, the tough part is like, okay, but here's my life. How do I put these things into my life, right? That's yeah. the big question. Like, okay, automatically people say, yeah, but that's that guy, right? And I think that's what's powerful. I mean, for you, you travel more. I travel, <laughs> you know, a shit ton, but you travel even more than I do. Uh, you know, how do you... And, and that was a part of the blog post that were really powerful, right? Was the ones that was like, well, here's how I do stuff. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm on the road a lot. I got, I'm running this, I'm doing that, but I'm still being able to, you know, fit these things in and make them important. Well, well what you're talking about there, Luca is balance, you know? So, and I'll, and I'll say this, it's a moving, it's a sliding scale. Like yeah. I wish I could say, and Hey, for everybody listening to this podcast right now, man, uh, I, you know, I'm far from perfect and I don't get all the things right. I'm on the adventure of trying to identify stuff and, and do things to help out. And, uh, with, with balance in each one of those areas, I believe your life is kind of like a plate. That's how I like to describe it. Keeping it real simple. Again, you got this plate and the plate can only have so much stuff on it. And if you keep adding more stuff on the plate, some stuff's going to fall off. And I've found that true in business. I found that true in family life, in your own fitness, everything doing too much business, probably not getting enough fitness, doing too much fitness, not growing your business or taking care of your family, only at home with your family, not doing enough business, only on the business, not enough family. So, and finances is going to move up and down according to where you spend your time on that and fun. So you see how those five F's are all interrelated as you're saying, but the key is how do you balance them? And I, and I wish I had the exact answer for that, but an example right now, which you might not see her on, on the camera right now, but my wife is sitting about yeah. th- three feet away. And uh, one way that I try to achieve balance is, yeah, I do travel a lot, but I'll take my wife on trips. I'll take my kids on trips. Yep. That'll be pieces of it. And then when I am home, it can be just the little things, but you know, even if it's when I'm home for certain days and then there'll be, Hey, week, multiple week spans, I am home, but then there'll be, Hey, sometimes every weekend I might be traveling somewhere else. But this year I coached, uh, the middle school track team for my one daughter. I know. Hey, and I was it, like, man, you're, do, you're doing that <laughs> on top of that, which I love, but well, which, Hey, was hard to find time. Cause that's what we talk about on yeah. balance. You know what had to happen? And, and for everybody listening, I love writing my blogs, but you know what happened during the season wasn't writing blogs. Cause Hey, three or four hours of coaching each day, that some of that time would have been devoted to something else. So I had to decide what was going to come off the plate instead of killing myself, uh, you know, or removing my sleep or my workouts, uh, to make sure that, which wouldn't have been the answer, but, uh, you know, and Hey, again, nutrition fits into that one too. Hey, I travel a lot. That doesn't mean you can't eat right. doesn't mean you can't train. Luca knows guys right now I'm having a hard time sitting in this chair because I'm so sore from the workout I did yesterday because <laughs> I knew I'll be presenting all weekend that I'm not going to be able to train as much as I would like. So I'm still getting it all in. So I think the ultimate piece is because I've identified those five F's then I know I have to pay attention to them. See, most people, Hey, you might not be paying attention to them. You might say, well, I'm not watching my finances and that's why your bank account's empty or I'm not watching my fitness. That's why your cholesterol's high or Hey man, I'm not paying attention to my family. Yeah. That's why, that's why you're having troubles at home or man, I'm not really watching. I'm not watching my business. and, And that's why, you know, right now you're not getting promoted. So the fact that you know, those five are there. And if you can figure out how to focus energy on 
each one each of those, one of them, yeah. man, you're already, you're already light years ahead. And it's what, what you said. I always say like, you know, always look at where does your time, energy and money go? That shows what's important to you. But I do think there's a huge, uh, you know, Garrett always talks about this, but it's like, you're really saying the same thing is you got to constantly work to improve all of those. Cause, cause the thing is you can push the crap out of your business, but then your health suffers and family suffers. It's going to eventually collapse stuff. Yeah. So, you know, thinking like life is inherently imbalanced, like Martin said, you know, to be balanced is to be unbalanced and you got to shift things left and right. And sometimes one thing goes ahead a little bit and another, another one goes ahead. But at the end of the day, we're always focused on improving all of those. Yeah. yeah. That's and what and that's the thing. Like, it's go, it's going, it's going ultimately to a higher level, but there's going to be ups and downs and, and Hey, that's in your relationships. That's in your fitness. That's in your, uh, again, your finances, all that. And the, but what's funny is, Hey, so if your finances are down a little, that's the kick in the pants. You need to start doing something big. And maybe there, the re, there has to be a refocus there. Hey, if, if, uh, the kids are saying, Hey, you're not, I'm, you're not with us enough at home, then Hey, some of the energy has to go there. And I guess that's what I'm saying is it's pretty interesting where once you've identified those, See, the mistake would be you're not even watching. You know, hey, how does somebody get, people ask me all the time, how did somebody get, you know, 50, 60 or 70 pounds overweight? You know why? Because they're not watching. Hey, how did somebody go bankrupt or how did somebody, or how did somebody lose their house? Because they're not watching, man. And that I think uh, could be the biggest thing that people can take away from this conversation we're having right now is not only where you're watching, like it's funny, you said something that just clicked a uh, thing I just heard recently. It said, you show me somebody's checkbook and I'll show you, I'll, I'll tell you about that person. I'll tell you what they're interested in and tell you about their life. Because where they're spending their money and the things that they're doing, that's who they are. And uh, and I can say that, that any of the money that I'm spending on anything, it's going back to those five. You know what I mean? It's not yep. like, guys, like little tips, like I don't watch, you know, Luca knows, like I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't like, there's just, I don't got, there's certain things that can't get on my plate because I already don't have enough time. Because what, what do we do when we go on the road? Yeah, books, man. Like, <laughs> man, look, I'm surrounded do. by them right now. Like yeah. my greatest trophy case is my books. And, and if I'm not reading them, I'm writing them. And, yep. and uh, man, that's, I think that that's what time way better spent. But you have, these are the things you have to ask yourself. So if all your time is spent on the internet and on Netflix, and you know, you know, that eight or nine seasons of, and the, all the characters' names of Game of Thrones, then man, don't be surprised when you don't make money or your life. Or should should I say, it's like this, if you're doing that, but then there's other things struggling in your life, I'm yeah, like, you're Whoa. not watching. Well, yeah. well, that's what I mean is you see how you're putting the wrong stuff on that yep. plate. And, and, uh, and you might say, Hey, well that's fun. But the problem is now you're, you're emphasizing too much fun and the other four are falling off the plate too. So I'm not saying for anybody listening, I'm not saying don't watch TV or do some stuff you enjoy, but if that's where you're only spending your time, then you don't get a chance. You don't get to bitch or complain that your life isn't where it's supposed to be. And we heard it today, right? It was like, like, hey, you know, guys, today we we did an interview and somebody said, I want the life like you guys. You guys travel all this stuff. I said, whoa, son, I probably guarantee you don't want my life because <laughs> number one, my life is hard. Number two, it took me 20 years to develop the skills and, and the talents to be able to live this life. But, uh, you know, I think that can be a big mistake right there, too, instead of deciding what life it is that that person. Really well, because wants. I mean, and the thing is, too, is we always look at social media as as, as great as it can be for certain things. We see the tip of the iceberg. Oh, look at the iceberg. <laughs> oh, yeah, look it's at that. Lovely. Oh, Luca was in Luca's playing basketball all day in Slovenia. Like, man, he's got the life. Uh, but but <laughs> but it's not necessarily the case. I'm all, always say, you know, find out, and that's that's a great tip, is like find out what's below the iceberg for people that are successful. And 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 you and I, I mean, we still both do this, right? I mean, I'll travel the world to find out what people that are very successful in certain areas are doing. What's below the iceberg? Not what's on yeah. top of it. 
Like everybody can look at, oh, wow, this is happening, that is happening. But, you know, once you see what's below the iceberg, a lot of times it's like, holy shit, am yeah. I willing to do this, right? Uh, and, and the thing is, hey, that's only for you to answer. But what I will say is finding out what makes people tick and what they do. And that's why, you know, I love the five, like the, the, uh, the, the book of five, right? Because it's breaking stuff down. It's like, hey, follow these steps, but not like for three weeks and four weeks and eight weeks, oh, but yeah. for the next, for the, for the rest of your life, yeah, for the rest of your well, life. Hey, one of the adventures, me and Luca were on, we went to, uh, Croatia. And you might say, oh, you guys got the life. But what they didn't see is we presented to hundreds of people at the Slovenian uh, Entrepreneur Society, yep. then presented a full day to all sport coaches, and coaches yeah, yep. then presented two more full days of the training for certification. So four straight days of presenting hundreds and hundreds of people. Each one of those things had to be prepared for. And then how long did we go to Croatia for? For one night. We went for <laughs> one night. So we drove there. But hey, it was awesome. It was like, awesome, hey, that yeah. was an unbelievable night. But what I would say is, people see the night on there. They don't see the, the 40 hours of presenting and, and then the 15 then was, years that led up to be able to do to that. Cause you know, cause Elon Musk's mom remember presented <laughs> that night as yeah. well on stage. And uh, you know, Hey, that was, a, that was a big deal. And they, they launched the whole Tesla in Slovenia. And this is the stuff that we were at yeah. and people might say, Hey, great life. But are you, are you prepared to do those things? But like Lucas said too, while we were there, we were also creating. So on the way driving to that, to, to Rovin in, in, in Croatia, I wrote another, uh, a chapter that's in that book. And it was about how do you leave a legacy? And it was kind of like, boom, here are the five ways, because we went to a, uh, ancient Coliseum. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that there were hundreds in of Pula. Coliseums yep. that still exist, not just the one in Rome. And we went to the one in Pula and it was unbelievable. It's actually the only one that all, has, has all, all the, the existing yeah, columns. Yeah. existing columns and, and man, and we remember we, and then we're do, then we shot videos in there and all stuff. So guys, you gotta, you know what? I guess the thing is too, what I will say, why I love spending my time with Luca and he knows this is, uh, like I, I call him the consummate hustler, but hustler, not in a negative connotation, but a guy that hustles. And for how long we've known each other, I knew that the first minute I met him. And now we're probably almost 12, 13, 14 years later. And, uh, and he, he has done it. And that is how you get those things done. So that might be another lesson for you. Now you build the stuff under the iceberg, takes a lot of time, a lot of hard work. And it's all the stuff people don't see, uh, on social media and getting it to the point where I think, you know, this is, I know for me, it was a great, a big lesson learned is to fall in love with the process, right? When you stop thinking about, oh, when does this end? Because it doesn't, like you just fall in love with it. And, you know, we're always learning, we're always doing stuff and and, and, and you kind of gel it, right? I mean, you gel work with with pleasure and, and, and kind of- uh, well, well, yeah, the, the ultimate thing, what he's getting at right there, guys, and this is the biggie, you know when you're going to be a real success? When your job is your pleasure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so when I like to say it, when when your vacation is your vocation, you know, when you, when you are doing, when you're spending all your time doing the thing you love doing, that's when you're a real success. See, I know a lot of people that got, they got a job that they hate so they can get money on Friday nights to do the thing they like. And, uh, guys, I'll give you some advice right here. Don't, don't, uh, spend your life in school and, and, uh, and all your time on something you don't like. Cause I know a lot of people like that that do their 40 years thinking, Hey, I'll, now when I'm 65 now, now I'll finally really be able to get going. Cause by the way, nobody retires at 65 anymore. That's number one. And, uh, number two is by the time you're 70 or 75, you're not going to be in the shape probably to 
go do the things you want to do either. So for everybody listening, that's one huge part of my philosophy and message is always, guys, whatever that thing is that you love doing, you should be figuring out how to be spending all your time doing it. If not, you're not courageous. You're a little bit of a coward and, and you're and you're holding yourself back and you'll have nobody to blame at the end when you didn't live the life you wanted but yourself. And that, you know, there's two. One, I got it because I just gave you the Gary V book, but there's a quote in there is, and it's, uh, you know, it's more important than how you make your money and how much money you make. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, how you make your money, I, I think will actually make you help you make more money because you love doing what you want to well, do. Well, and he, and it, he said something in there, too, because I told you, yeah, I got this book yesterday. I already read almost oh, all of it. it. <laughs> and uh, one thing he said over and over, which was repetitive in it, too, was he kept saying, don't get romantic about how you make your money. Yes. You know, it was almost like. It was like, don't be, don't think that it has to be either so grandiose or, or so passionate. It's like, hey guys, how do you want to succeed? So I guess what I got from that was, hey, he succeeded in wine first to now do the thing that he really loves doing. And, uh, but that might be a part too, is I think sometimes we get this romantic idea that holds us back instead of getting started, you know, and, and I will say that guys, I had to do a whole lot of jobs I didn't like to ever get the job that I did like. And, yep. uh, that's a biggie. And those are the steps too. The thing is like the, the, the confidence, the skill sets, the things that you built doing those were stepping stones to get there. For sure. you know I mean, like it's not, I think that right now, what, what I see a lot of is kind of like, okay, how can I get there? Yeah, How do I have it right now? And like, how can I jump this thing? And it's like, no, no, no. There's like, I remember working in warehouses. Right. And it's like, well, you, you got two options. You can either just sit around and not do anything. I always made it a challenge. Okay, can I get the most? Because I was working like an Epson printer plant. I was putting these little chips in when I was younger to, to earn money for a EBC account, like to, for ask basketball stuff, right? And I was just like, I want to get the most of these in here, and I want to put the most uh, stuff up on the shelves in the, in a warehouse. And the thing is, and it was a challenge, but it made me it, it made me have a better work ethic, right? Now I could have been like, great, I'm just gonna try to avoid everything, but yeah. then I'm not building any skill sets. Same, same idea. It's funny, guys. So one of my jobs, my original jobs in the summer when I was still in high school, my dad's, uh, my friend's dad worked at Revlon, you know, the oh, yeah, yeah, makeup yeah. company. I think I told you about this. And and uh, so what I was, was a, a picker. So what I would do is they would give me a sheet. I would walk through the, the warehouse and I would pick different boxes of makeup and cosmetics and I would put it in this other box and then it would get mailed out. And uh, all these guys were like, man, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you working so so hard. Watch what we do. And what these guys would do is they would go into the warehouse because nobody was watching. What they realized was no one was measuring. This is what's important part of the story. No one was measuring how much you got done. And as soon as they figured that out, see, I went and I tried to see how much I could get done. Yeah. What these guys did, they got a forklift. They would move a pallet out of the way on a, se on a second level shelf. They would all climb back there and go to bed. They would climb up on this thing, fall asleep, <laughs> and put the pallet in front of them. And then when the end of the day came, they would come down and they would collect their check. And they they thought they were pulling it over on somebody, but they were really pulling it over on themselves. You know, so like that's the piece you got to hear what Luca just said. Guys, maybe you got to ask yourself, are you doing the best at whatever job it is you're doing? Because you're never going to have the best job until you do it. Right. So do you see how no matter where I ever worked, man, I was always trying to do my best. And then you know what ends up happening? Then you get the best job. But man, if you're always trying to figure out how to get around something, it's like martial arts. Guys, uh, history on myself, I'm a black belt in judo. If they would have gave it to me the first day instead of the 10th year, I wouldn't have wanted it right? Cause I didn't earn it. But man, after 10 years, I really didn't even want it anymore. Cause it wasn't about the belt anymore. Yep. It's just about being my best. And, uh, that same goes true. If you're working in a warehouse, banging on a computer right now, whatever it is, if you can't do the best at that, you're never going to get the best job. 
And yeah, kaboom. Oh man, I, I can't drop the mic because Gene, <laughs> yeah, Gene will be pissed yeah, off at me. We can't do anything. I'm not allowed to touch nothing. I'm just <laughs> we're still here like this, just smashing it. But no, I mean seriously, that I, I think that's uh, you know one of the greatest things. Like when I came here. Uh, you know, moving from Slovenia, I started LA Fitness and, uh, and you know, and then I had to be general uh, weekend manager and all this shit nobody wants to do. Right. But the thing is, is like I wanted to push hard on and excel at it. And I realized that like all the stuff that I learned actually like helped me a ton. It helped me a ton, even though it was like, ah, I don't want to work here and so on and so forth. Right. But everybody has that opportunity Wh- wherever you're working, like you can become better. I mean, that's really what it is, like excellence and pursuit of excellence in something in order to help you in other stuff that you do. I mean, how many things, you know, did you do it? Uh, uh, Parisi or when you're a PT or all these different places where like you just built these powerful skill sets that now help with oh, you know, TFW. Absolutely. Like and, and each one of those, each one of those things is, is monumental. And remember it all adds up. Hey, I did my best in high school. I did my best in college. I did my, you know, in classes that didn't count. Like, so I, I guess here's something else too. That's really important that what we're talking about right here. I learned this from my dad because my dad owned a company where he had to hire a lot of people. And what he would say is, this is important. You ready? This is a big one. I don't even know if I've, you know, cause Luke and I talk a lot guys. So, you know, we share a lot of ideas and here's one that he said, he said he could look at somebody's resume and he already knew who this person was, not because of the college that was on it or whatever else. But what he saw was if he saw a history of past success, he could probably predict future success. So if it was like, he did get good grades. Hey, some people say, Oh, grades don't matter. Grades don't matter. No, grades do matter. You know why? Cause it shows like somebody's trying to kick some ass and, and do pretty good. Yep. Oh, Oh, going to college. That doesn't matter. I, I don't know about that. That means somebody can finish through, Oh, getting certifications. That doesn't matter. I don't know. It shows somebody that's really interested. Oh, sports. How does that really help? Hey, if somebody really excelled there too, it's just, you just see this pattern, this history that like, Holy cow, look at this superstar that no matter what this dude or, or girl touches, like they just continue to succeed. They can't be stopped until they're at the top. That's somebody I'm interested in. And, uh, so for everybody that's listening, Hey guys, past success predicts future success. Like I'm succeeding now. Cause I've been succeeding for a long time and it's not because I'm talented or smarter. It's because I just worked my ass off. And and the good news that that should empower everybody listening is anybody could do that. And you could start right now. You can now. start now. That's yeah, exactly right what I was going to say, because I put the wrong energy. I push it to say, I put a lot of energy into the wrong things and excelled in the shitty things, which can get you into the wrong places. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing is like when you redirect that energy, like great things can happen. And I think that's, you know, a big point that I try to make is people say, well, but Luca, you know, I, I was, you know, this is the environment I was raised in or born in or this. It's like, I don't give a shit. Like you will find for every person, like that you say you were, you started here, there's hundreds or thousands or tens of people that have done, you know, succeeded from that position. So that's all like you need to know is like, you just have to start. You can start now. You can start building success right now. And it can be from the smallest thing. And then it just basically steamrolls down to, you know, 10 years down the line and something great can happen, right? No, absolutely. And, and the other part too, like we were just saying right there is it's also never too late. Like, that's the thing I think, you know, look at if, if you just watch over and over this podcast or listen to it over and over of what we've just talked about and you internalize it. Cause I will definitely recommend that too. Can't just hear something once you didn't hear your favorite uh, song once you didn't watch your favorite movie once to really learn it, but we've dropped more nuggets of success and little ideas, but the challenge keeps coming out. And one of them here is, Hey, do you understand what those principles are you live by? But then the other one is, Hey, how good do you want to be at it? And you could start right now. And uh, right. And that there doesn't have to be anything special about you to be successful, but 
if you focus your energies in the right places and try to find that balance and just make yourself better, that that's the whole journey right there. You know, uh, I'll finish off with something that I read in this book that I'm reading right now. I haven't finished it yet, yet off called uh, Resilience from Eric Greitens. And he talks about three forms of happiness, right? One is experiential happiness, which is stuff like you eat some good food, you're experiencing it, right? Yeah. So I mean, being present and traveling what somewhere. you're doing. Yeah. I mean, like, and, and it's... It, you know, that's experiential happiness. Then you have the happiness of grace, which is being grateful for what you have. And then there's the happiness of self-development, like basically mastery, right? And they're all like different colors. You know, like we have millions of colors, but there's only three colors that make those millions of colors. And that's red, yellow, and blue. And each one of those is basically a color that that creates everything else. And you can't, the thing is, you can't have tons of red to make up for the other stuff because then you can't have a palette of colors, right? So like, think about those three things. So one is mastering being present, whether that's meditation and focus and all these different things. One is just stopping and being aware and being grateful for what you have. And one is constantly pursuing excellence, which is actually one that's really deep in how much we, uh, I would say, are fulfilled by life. Well, and remember, it, going back, like, man, it's just another form of saying what's been saying said for a long, long time. But Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of uh, human success, yep. that was the big one. The final chip is pursuit, pursuit of, of mastery. Uh, and reaching your potential, mm-hmm. you know? So it's no matter how we want to skin it or say it the newest ways, guys, that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day is at the end of your life, not only what did you do with it, what did you become? And if you didn't max it out, if you didn't max out all the areas that we're talking about right there, you kind of blew it. And uh, man, now that you've heard it, man, you know your job, you can't blow it. Yep. And so, I mean, we, we didn't even uh, touch on this, but guys, if you want to, like, seriously, if, you, if you're in a field of coaching, and this is a crazy thing to me, everybody's a coach. A parent's a coach. You know, a, a person that's in fitness is a coach. If you're, a, if you're in a company. Yeah. If you're running, if you're and, in charge of people, and you have teams, you're yeah. a coach, like you're a coach. Coaches help people win. Uh, make sure and that you get coaching greatness from Martin. Like, I mean, I'm not even gonna say like pretty much best product out there when it comes to uh, just straight up coaching. And, it, and you know, if you're in the fitness industry, I have to give you the backhand slap if you don't get it. But, <laughs> but, but even in any case, cause we talked about this and it's like, man, this is when I, when I went through it, it's like, this is so, this touches on so many points. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. Well, to be a it, coach, to be a great coach, you gotta be a great person too. And really guys, what we're talking about too, it's again, saying the same thing to accept that you want to be great. You have to do certain things to accept. You want to be a great coach. There's a responsibility that comes along with that, you know, and, and accepting that it's not bad news. It's great news. Like, so hate it to be great in order to coach someone else. You have to do all those things great first. And, uh, that's what, uh, in a many ways coaching greatness is about, but it's also, Hey, as everybody heard today, this was as much fitness as it was a personal development yep. lecture. And I think that's the combination style I'm at too, where there may be people more technical, or there may be people that want to maybe confuse you with more deep science or understanding stuff about the body or nutrition that'll just, you know, melt your brain. But like I said, I think as a coach, you've got to be able to make stuff palatable for people that they can, that they can use it. But I'll say this too. I don't care what you know, if you can't get anybody to do it and you know who a coach is, a coach is somebody that can get people people to do it. And, uh, and that's what my uh, coaching greatness is all about. 
So if you want to get people to do things, good things. <laughs> yeah, good things. <laughs> <You know? laughs> get coaching greatness. But um, but let's hey, Martin, where can I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know where they can find out about you. But yeah. just in case. Well, hey, uh, you know, hey, if you're, if you're on Facebook, you can check out, you know, my page, obviously, Martin Rooney, but also the uh, Training for Warriors page. We've got about 120,000 likes on there right now. And you can check out www.trainingforwarriors.com. We've got a network of 260 plus facilities around the world officially running the program, 10,000 people a day losing weight feeling better about themselves which is the mission and uh or hey if you're on instagram you could check out i think it's the martin rooney because somebody already stole mine and uh <laughs> and twitter as well but wherever it's at hey you know uh or youtube too i got so much information out there and i hope ultimately too guys this is another great lesson too if everything you do at the end of the day you did something you helped somebody out it was a pretty good day and and i guarantee i already know if you listened all the way through to this point you got better because oh, yeah. of listening to this podcast podcast for sure. And as always do it. If you can just take out of all the things that we said, if you can take one thing and just apply it from now on by next week, then something's happening, right? Just do something. Seriously, just do something. Hey, me, Martin are out. Thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, my as pleasure. Always. We got to do this again, man. We're, we're going to do this again, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, thank you for tuning in. Remember we're on iTunes, we're on YouTube and we'll see you next time. Peace out.